Hello, everybody, and welcome back to YHS Presents Toy Anxiety. Boy, I'm looking forward to today because it's supposed to be Dragon Con weekend, and, well, I'm depressed. Uh, my name is Craig Goldberg. I am here with Ryan Dole, who has been to Dragon Con before and will return at some point. Uh, Dragon Con's really easy for me because it happens about six miles up the road. Uh, it's my favorite annual convention. Um, it's not great for vendors. Uh, well, let me take that back. It's not great for vintage toy buying. There's tons of vendors, and if you want to buy leather masks and steampunk guns and <laughs> throwing stars and things like that, it is the vendor hall for you. Uh, but I've found toys and stuff uh, in the past. But I'm sad that I'm not there. Ryan, I hope you make it to Dragon Con next year. I hope that's in your your plans uh i do too i have to figure i have to figure shit out usually when uh when i don't do dragon con it's because there's other cons on the planet that i need to go check out right or that i haven't been to and because i'm out way up a very north of the pacific northwest uh you know i have to i have to be selective i can't just go to ones in chicago and all this stuff. I mean, last year, I guess, like, because all the cons seem to, like, line up all around, like, three weeks of each other sometimes. Like, all the big right. ones. Like, the way it was supposed to happen this year was Celebration. Star Wars Celebration was going to happen last week, and then Dragon Con would be the following week. And everybody was stressed, but uh, the world had other plans, and nobody had to worry about it. So, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, I think the same thing is going to happen next year. No, I, I, you know what? I can't. I don't even know how it's going to happen. No, not next year. There's no Celebration next year at all. So this kind of right. opens me up a lot because I was thinking, well, maybe I'll go do Boston in spring and go see my friends out in Boston. Okay. And then I was thinking, well, maybe maybe I'll do take a – because all my vacation time my, uh, from this year is rolling over onto next year because I'm oh. not using any vacation this year. Okay. So I might take some of that and spend a week in Atlanta. Okay. So it would be like – everything either leading up to dragon con or everything winding down from dragon con. So that way I don't go to like complete anti-depressing. Oh my God, I miss everybody. And then you just leave. Cause that happens after a con. Like, well, con depression con is such a real con thing. Depression. Yeah, it is. Con depression so is so real. Kick it off with dragon con and then stay for a week. And then we can do our toy hunting. And, uh, you know, we could probably stay at, at the cabin like we were talking about. And right. then if anyone else, and if anyone else wants to stay too longer, like maybe John does or Jake, or maybe even like uh, friends of the podcast, Brock and Jessica and, and Bo and all that, if right. they want to stick around, because they're only a couple hours away anyways. Right. We had talked about, so for our uh, listeners and viewers, by the way, welcome everybody uh, to Toy Anxiety. Oh, welcome. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, uh, I'm not sure Ryan knew we were recording. Uh, we're just making all of our plans public. That's fine. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. The... Uh, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stark's cabin from Avengers Endgame. Um, wait, Avengers Infinity War, I should say. No, it's Endgame. It is Endgame. Oh, right. It is Endgame, it is Endgame obviously. Remember, Endgame is like three weeks long. Yes. Um, the Tony Stark's cabin, you can rent that out, and it's only about 20 minutes from my house. So you can stay there and have an Avengers party and uh, get weird, probably, <laughs> I imagine. Yeah, man. We'll, we'll make cheeseburgers. <laughs> Just, you know? <laughs> well, it'll be the most American. Like we'll we'll wave American flags, and uh, wait, but yeah, have hot dogs. Oh, yeah. dude, it'll be great. It'll be like Fourth of July, but like first week of September. It'll be so good. Well, we always try to prolong after Dragon Con, like the uh, 
once it ends, you get so depressed and you've got all these friends that come in from all over the world, literally, and you, they're your best friends and you see them and you hang out for four or five days straight and you party and you dance and you really have a great time. And then everybody goes home and it's just utterly depressing. Like there's liter- literal tears coming down from your eyes. Um, but we always try to extend it. So the, usually the three days following Dragon Con are like, we're hitting up toy stores. We're going to comic shops. Like <laughs> you just keep it going yeah. as long as possible. Uh- Oh, dude, I totally get it. But the only the only downfall is that if I do Dragon Con, then I can't do uh, Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right, which, so that, like, right. which I don't mind doing in California, like because I haven't done them in California yet. Right. But then that means I probably can't do it with you guys yeah. unless you guys decide you're going to do a California trip. Maybe so I mean, we will. You never know. So yeah, we're we're dealing with the 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 depression of no Dragon Con, but. That's not stopping us from buying toys, hunting for toys. Now, I will say there is a toy show happening in Augusta, Georgia today, which is about two hours from myself. And did you, uh, Ryan, see Charles Fincher's uh, pictures in group therapy? He was there. Oh, no, I haven't been on yet this yeah. morning. He he um, he posted about 40 pictures. It's called Joe Fest. It's primarily a G.I. Joe convention, but like there's other vendors with other toys and things like that. So Now I wish you went and just <laughs> interviewed people. Like... <laughs> <laughs> we know what's funny. He posted. This is so hilarious. So everybody's. We've been talking about it for a couple of weeks. Like people have been hunting these uh, GI Joe classified figures, and uh, Charles stopped at the Target in Augusta on the way there, and he found a Baroness, and he made a post. He was like, "It's pretty funny that the probably the highest concentration of GI Joe fans in the world right now are in this town, and nobody thought to stop at the Target down the street to find the hard to <laughs> figure." <laughs> it was pretty great. Um. So, uh, well, one did, yeah, but um, but I, I'm not, I decided not to go. Um, health reasons a little bit, mostly driving reasons, two hours there, two hours back. That's a that's a big chunk of the the Saturday, so uh, but right. uh, but it's okay, it's been it's been a fun week. I've been doing some toy hunting, got some new stuff in, uh, and w- we've got some fun stuff to talk about today. So, um, there, I can hear it in your voice that as soon as we're done, you're hopping in your car. <laughs> well, it's a, it is a two day. <laughs> It's a two-day show. I could be <laughs> heading there tomorrow. Uh, I wouldn't put it past myself. Real quick, though, before we talk about anything, I want to talk about your shirt. I have. I was there when you obtained this uh, this wonderful oh. shirt you're wearing. Yes, myself and Hal Clay. We got the same shirt. We were twins. Yes. So that was the limited release. Um, what is it? Rescue Rangers shirt from Disney Springs. We happened yes. to be there like the day it was released. And I remember seeing two grown men <laughs> running to this, this, whatever the exclusive store at Disney Springs. <laughs> it was a Disney store. Yeah. It was just their, their big Disney store on Disney Springs. <laughs> <laughs> and I re- I remember the stress of of but it's a badass shirt I get it but I just that was one of my great memories of last year uh, when we were all down in Orlando for horror nights just just watching the two of you less than a sprint but more than a than a, a brisk walk it, it was like the guy that was ahead of Jake at the Walmart going for retro Ghostbusters but it was Hal and I going for like you know. A Chip and Dale shirt, right? Which I think is even kind of funnier when you think about it. And of course, we get there, and it's like, "Oh, good, got my size." And all of a sudden, they're like, and then Hal's just like, "Oh my god!" Then they had his size, and they were like, "Oh, let's see if we can get any more for yeah. other people." Right. They're like, "No, that's it." Well, you know, Hal, right. I mean, I think even Hal has a couple years on you. I'm like, when when Chip and Dale were at their prime, I believe Hal was 17 years old. So. 
we weren't quite teenagers yet when Ch- Chippendale Rescue Rangers was out, but I mean, oh man, it was, it's, it's definitely, we, ah, sorry, Hal and I are definitely the uh, target, the target market when it came to this. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> when it came to this shirt. And I'm funny. so stoked we got it because I didn't even know it was out until that day. And he's like, oh, yeah, they got this shirt. And I was like, oh, I need that shirt. <laughs> and I remember. And we got it, it was just like, that That night was a highlight. Because I like, that's where I found, uh, you know, the carbonized version, the carbonized, or the fan edition, fan edition Ray, oh, fan right. edition Kylo. Yeah. From the from the black series, so that like over at Disney Springs, so that was exciting. Yeah, you I know, guess like, that was right when all of the new um, uh, Rise of Skywalker figures were being released, and uh, yeah, that was great. That was that was a really fun trip. So we'll 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 be repeating that at some point. Oh, for absolutely! Sure. And I'm totally not. I'm going to let someone else pay for dinner that night too. It's going to be. Did you pay for so dinner? <laughs> oh no, we know who paid for oh, dinner. No. There was a really, f- uh, we won't we won't give away this person's name, but he's a a big fan of Ghostbusters, and uh, he uh, made a speech about uh, dinner, about buying everybody dinner. But he's a little bit, it was he's a little bit soft spoken, and it was a busy restaurant. So I I specifically remember nobody was really hearing what he was saying. <laughs> it was uh, I it was- do remember. Because well, he was sitting right beside me. So right, right. Like- <laughs> but it was funny. I, I do, do you remember at, at the end, Abby was like, what did he say? I was like, don't worry. It's a nice oh. treat. We're getting a nice treat. We're, our dinner is being purchased for us. Um, yeah. Great night. Great memory. So oh, listen, man. let's uh, talk about toys here. Ryan, did you pick anything up this week? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I, Cancel. I, I You're comics. canceled. I went, I, I went hunting yesterday for a little bit because I had to stop at the one comic shop. Uh, so I did go looking around, and I sent you that photo of, uh, like, the Nolan Batman six-inch series right. uh, figures on the wall. Even I was kind of like, oh, maybe I do like these movies now, uh, just because I was looking at the toys. <laughs> I've got right? the Joker. I've got those. one of the Joker figures. Yeah, it's not that I hate those. It's not that I don't like those movies. It's just that they're they're not on the top of my Batman list. Right. Uh, but I was kind of like, oh, man, maybe I do want to get these. And I, I did kind of hold off, because I was like, oh, wait. To see if Craig says he wants them, and then I'll figure it out. Uh, but my NECA turtles came in, my mutagen tour ones. They yep. were kind of uh, stuck in American uh, limbo, postal limbo, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. for a little bit, uh, to no fault of NECA's at all. Right. Uh, you know, so but they came in. They put the biggest dumbest smile on my face because I know I've seen everyone get their photos and everyone post them, but it's something when you're holding them and they got them. Those uh, those denim jackets, and you could pose them to be rocking out, and it's just, uh, they're quite something, and it really made me wish that uh, NECA would do more weird-ass turtles, as yeah, opposed to just, sure. like, the movie and, and animated ones, which are great, and everyone should buy those. I do kind of want, like, birthday party magician Raphael and Star Trek Donatello. Like, now, these are, like, I want those, but done like movie style figures. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what NECA like does because the basically the difference between what NECA is doing with TMNT and what Super Seven is doing as far as the animated style figures is NECA is basically basing everything on the animated series. So when the character appeared on TMNT, the cartoon, 
that is what they're kind of molding the uh, action figures over. So, um, but Super 7 is kind of recreating ultimate editions of the original figure releases. So that's why the Super 7 April O'Neil or Baxter or whatever looks more like the original action figure, just a seven inch, more articulated, more accessories, modern version of. Um, So I don't know, like, I mean, but (laughs) NECA is stressing me out so much with Turtles right now (laughs) because (laughs) they put out, um, I think I screenshot, I'll try to read it. But so like, they have kind of moved away, it seems, from some of these Target and Walmart exclusives and figured out a way to do these online pre-orders, which is amazing for the fans. If you're a collector, to be able to just log on, pre-order something that has a pre-order window of a week and just get it without the stress and the anxiety and the chaos of hunting these figures down and dealing with Target and Walmart employees. and Yeah, the, it's the crazy. online Black Friday it's right? just crazy. So, um, so they released some more stuff this week, and I'm collecting the movie line as well as the animated series line. So, they put out an accessory set for the movie line, yep. which is incredible. It's awesome. It's got. I love that it comes with a skateboard and stuff. And it's. I actually almost bought the accessory wave just to go with my mutagen tour turtles. Okay, that would be that would be and cool. I kinda, and I kind of wish that the accessory wave actually came with the weapons again. Because then I wouldn't have to buy the other turtles, and I could put weapons in the hands of the mutagen tour turtles. Gotcha. Because they need weapons. Because let's face it, you can only use music as a weapon for so long until you need an That's actual a- <laughs> weapon. Um, right. Or I wish they put in the uh, like the sausages and the foam bats from Turtles Two in the accessory pack. But that's right. just this is me just being nitpicky. But right. I'm, I found the tweet I'm I was looking for. I'm super stoked that they um, came up with like a Domino's pizza box and a skateboard. Yeah, it comes with the, the like, little baby turtles. Um, I think what they did was they took a lot of the um, one six scale uh, figures or the uh, the or the one fourth scale um, accessories and kind of scaled them down for the the seven inch figures, which is amazing. But it also comes with like a TV with April O'Neil on it, and yeah. it comes with like uh, just just some really cool stuff, alternate heads, and um, uh, so it's fifty bucks. And really, if if you're collecting the movie line, it's kind of a must have because it's a way to just get a ton of really cool accessories to really yep. change up your displays. But what they also released, which was <laughs> I was like so excited slash stress slash. By the way, that's a that's a Ninja Turtles reference, by the way. That, that, <laughs> that is. That was pretty cool that I did that. Um, they put out the uh, the the diorama, the animated uh, street scene two-story diorama, which they put out a uh, movie version at San Diego Comic-Con a couple of years ago, which is very expensive now. It goes for like $700 on eBay. Um, nope. and again, this was like a must-buy. Like I, This is going to be – the because they said it holds up to 30 figures – which is incredible, and I need it, so I had to get it, so I had to pre-order it. Do they even have 30 figures yet? Yeah. <laughs> Do they for, like, to. animated turtles? Yeah, they're, yeah, probably they're around 30, because they've done the, they've got the four dark green turtles, and then they re-released them in light green, um, and then right. they've got, you know, there's been four Five. Oh, plus, they've got the rock soldiers coming. They've got Crane well, coming. Right. So I've got that list. So they've got probably four or five different foot soldiers that have been released. Plus, they've got all of the uh, the video game figures. 
plus you oh, know, okay they, sorry i was just i was just thinking more like right. just the, the well but they've cartoon but they've done of- let's see slash and leatherhead and bebop rock steady um april casey like it, it's probably close to 30 now but they put out somebody asked them on uh this was a tweet i was just finding somebody asked them on twitter if, if there's any more cartoon releases for this year and they said yeah this fall we'll have trag and granator triceraton infantry and two roadkill rodney splinter and baxter zarax and zork ultimate krang's android body and the ultimate foot soldier and more all this fall all ultimate foot soldier oh man so it's have, have they shown that yet did they show that at toy fair i don't think so they they maybe did but it's gonna have like tons of accessories and you know probably yeah, swappable absolutely. heads and everything so um oh, that sounds really cool i it, that krang i, I don't want to start collecting animated turtles but man i would that well, krang the krang's andrew it makes me think i might need to just i don't even know if i want to say this out loud uh i might need to call it quits on my vintage turtles line like i've got the ones i really need like i've got the technodrome i've got the party wagon i've got all the tune turtles uh i don't have the blimp i don't know where i'd put it maybe i'll just hang it from the ceiling but like from an investment standpoint and from a just financial like looking at allocating money (laughs) to buy toys like it doesn't seem very reasonable that i would need to keep going on the vintage line while continuing this NECA journey, which within a couple of years is going to probably be over a hundred figures. I'm trying to think of your collection too, and what you've been trying to get vintage wise on turtles. And I think it's been like what the trolls and the star Trek ones. I've got the star Trek ones. I've got the only troll one I need is uh Raphael. And then I've got all the tune turtles. I've got all, I've got the entire first wave. Oh, you need that, uh, news van maybe that'll be the the pinnacle the news van and then i'll call it quits yeah i think that's your finish line um but i also uh, do need the movie yeah. star turtles too so anyways obviously i'm dude don't get the movie star turtles i'm gonna tell you like i okay i'm gonna tell you not to just so that you just buy them and get them done and over with because that's how it usually works so <laughs> yeah basically but i kind of feel like because you've already got the NECA movie turtles right well, I guess there's something charming about those vintage ones. There is. It's got the soft kind of rubbery skin. And Plus, you need that Turtles 3 April figure. <laughs> do I? Do I not have that? Ridiculous. I need that. You somebody, do need it. Somebody, <laughs> hey, somebody, <laughs> listen, somebody messaged me. I can't remember who it was. It was yesterday. It was like, it was so funny. It was like, just saw that Turtles 3 April in the store with like the emoji with the heart eyes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> dude. I think that's gonna. I hope that becomes a thing. With, just uh, literally, just some listeners l- lusting over a four and a half inch action figure, <laughs> foaming at the mouth. Yeah, between her and Baroness, we're gonna have to have like a. Uh, uh, what is it? You know how they have like swimsuit editions of Sports <laughs> Illustrated. We're gonna have to have a yes, have some toy illustrated. <laughs> Maximum so top one hundred uh, action so figures. <laughs> um, I literally driving up to Target and like, like I literally feel like it's like in Wayne's World. Like you're looking into the Target and you're seeing the GI Joe classifieds and you're like, she will be mine. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> she will be mine. <laughs> uh, anyways, so yeah, uh, very cool stuff from NECA. Um, the pre order will be up for another week. So if you if you need to get it, go go get it. Get that diorama. Yeah, if I had the if I had the space and the amount of turtles to justify that purchase, I definitely would. But now, when I see that, that's that's the equivalent to an adult 
collector's playset. Right. Is what that is. Right. And uh, now it kind of makes me wish that maybe HasLab should do something like that for Black Series. Yeah. I mean, like just just a display. Like, and I I don't know what you would necessarily do that. Like, I think like, because I, it's it's yeah. leveled, right? So I mean, yeah. like maybe you could do a a death. Like I don't know, it necessarily has to be a, an actual location from Star Wars. I think it just needs to look Star Wars. I, I think they could easily do a six-inch diorama, like scaled like the NECA one, where for Black Series, where like the bottom level is the cantina. In the middle level is kind of you know the interior of a of a, a star destroyer or something like or a Jedi temple or a Jedi- like you could actually or because they have enough figures for each you could just do one per. I mean, make it. Trilogy. You know what? Make it modular. Just release one level for a hundred bucks and be able to just build them up up to like three or four at a time. Like I I think there's a market for that because six inch collectors are all about dioramas and displayability, just like three and three fourth inch collectors. So dude, yeah. you just gave me like this incredible idea. And now my brain is just going wild with this because, okay. cause like what you said, like if you did a one lower level, that's a cantina. And like, imagine if they did like episode, cause I'm going to bring this up episode two ones. If they did attack of the clones, <laughs> modular sections, like how cool would it be to have like the nightclub? Yeah. Uh, from from the beginning or uh, Dex's, uh, I love you know, that cafe. I love that diner. you're. I love where your head's at. Like you think there's a chance in hell they would ever put out the Attack at of the Clones, the, <laughs> the nightclub. I, dude, I would. I've been. Well, they put out the. Okay, so when Episode Two came out, they did come out with all like with the patrons, right, of the nightclub, right, and they and you could actually connect it and build the bar, and they had that's literally. One of the funniest lines in the entire prequel trilogy, people often forget that Star Wars, all the movies are pretty funny. Like there's lots of good humor throughout Star Wars. And there uh, is the um, the scene at the beginning where they're in the bar and the guy, I can't remember the exact line. You'll remember the exact line where Obi-Wan tells the guy he needs to like rethink his life or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go home and rethink your life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to go home and rethink my life. <laughs> that's so funny. That's really, that's like a funny comedic well-written uh good timing kind of thing um and uh yeah so hey star wars can be funny um star wars is star wars is fun at, yeah. the, at the end of the day star wars is fun and listen and i think we need a dex's diner for our six inch black series figures to scale that comes with a dex and that waitress droid okay i i can get behind that I woke up this morning and I don't, I don't know if I was dreaming about this, you know, in light of everything going on, literally with, you know, I read this entire John Boyega interview this week, which was very compelling. And I, I suggest anybody who is um, a fan of star Wars, a fan of John Boyega, whether you like the sequel trilogy or not, I think it was, it was a pretty eye opening uh, interview, but I'm, I'm hesitant to really talk about individual you know, sound bites or clips from it because things get taken out of context. And uh, I, I just think it was a really interesting read and it very much aligned with a lot of my thoughts on his character um, and his arc in the sequel trilogy. Having- yeah. I do find it kind of funny that he's, his fan has grown on me mm-hmm. as, as actually like as the series has ended. Yeah. Like when I overall think of fan, I'm just like, you know, I kind of I want to see more adventures of Finn, of just Finn. Right. Well, it made me think that like 
we're, we're it definitely feels like we're in a time with Star Wars where there's some corrective behaviors uh, happening, whether it's with the Mandalorian just being fucking awesome or the o- <laughs> yeah. or the you know now they're talking about the Obi-Wan series the rumor is that it takes place in two different timelines and might flash back and forth between you know clone <sighs> I mean dude that got me so excited yeah I meant to ask oh you about my that oh my god that got me so excited <laughs> because it changed everything like it changed my whole perspective on what that show could be right 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 because it would literally be him sitting in Tatooine a lot of that time reflecting on his failures as uh as a Jedi master and as a as someone who is training Anakin I mean, and, we might get six more episodes of the adventures of Hayden Christensen and uh, Ewan McGregor, which is pretty dude, awesome. Please, and I mean, and that's a great way to also bring in Ahsoka again, live right. action, if they decide to do it. Even if not as like a major character, but even right. just as like a cameo appearance. I mean, and right. what else that they were talking about too? It's like they've already brought back. Uh, oh my god, well, I can't remember his name. He played all the clones and Jango Fett. Oh uh, right, right, right! But they're bringing him Moana's back. Moana's dad. And you could, you could bring him back as flashback. Well, they'll have to bring him back as flashbacks. They'll right. have to play like Cody, and maybe we get a live action Rex for the first time too. Right. I think uh, so. Oh my th- god! This kind of goes into what I'm Chills. saying with like, I think, um, I think Star Wars is about to be on the right path. Um, and listen, I'm not super stoked on a Cassian Andor show because I, I don't really care. But I'm not saying it can't be and won't be great. It's just not what my number one choice would be for a spinoff show. Having said all that, if they announced tomorrow that there was going to be a limited series exploring uh, Finn at some point, whether it's after the events of Rise of Skywalker or during his time as a stormtrooper, like I think there's just a lot to explore with that character and actually all the characters in the sequel trilogy. So. Um, but yep. we will. We, we, I, I, I would yeah. watch a series that takes place between Rise and Last Jedi, where it's just you know Poe and Finn hanging out, doing their thing. Right, right. right. Well, listen, but, let's, yeah, I don't think you're going to get jo- John Boyega back from the sounds of it anytime uh, soon. <laughs> right. Um, what I will say is that expect some really cool Black Series figures when the Obi Wan series finally comes out. <laughs> Dude, I'm still waiting for all the figures from season one of Mandalorian. Yeah, there's like, a lot. Like, where's where's my Bill Burr? Like, <laughs> oh, dude, if they announce Bill Burr at, uh, and we'll bring this up and we'll talk more about this in a little bit, when they, if they bring that up in a couple weeks, yeah, and they say, oh, here's that whole episode of like Bill Burr, yep. and Devil Dude and Devil Purple dude. Harry Potter Twi'lek and Zero. <laughs> Right, and I mean, yeah, yeah. If they if, if they showcase all those characters, and they're just like, "Yep, here you go. Here's a wave, and it's just going to be that Mandalorian set, or even because we haven't gotten the Ugnot yet." Right, right. You know, like, like it's dude, all got to be coming. So, and the rumor dude, is that they're about to his girlfriend on that uh, on the planet where they were fighting the ATST. I mean, right. I would if even if they made her, I would be like, I would get it. I would be so stoked to that. Yeah. And I, you know, I never picked up that ATST, and I'm like everybody knows, I'm not big on three and three fourth, but I still see it. They still have it at Best Buy. Maybe I'll buy it today. I think I'm going to buy it today. You know why? Because the rumor is that they're about to drop some knowledge on us with the vintage collection Razor Crest, and oh my God, that is gonna we're gonna have to get that. You, hey Ryan, <laughs> in the words of you, you need that, and I need that, dude. 
I do need that. And I will, like, it's funny because I want that Falcon too, that Smuggler's <laughs> Run Falcon yeah. for two reasons. One, because it's a beautiful toy and it's the Falcon. You can interchange the, you can inter, like I brought this up before in a past episode. You can interchange the uh, satellite dishes. So you can have the classic Falcon, the, uh, the sequel trilogy Falcon, and it comes with Hondo Apparently, there's a screen in the Falcon with Hondo in it. And at the same time, not only is it a Star Wars toy, it's a Disney toy. And so when I get that, not only does it now make me want the Razor Crest that comes out, it makes me want to go and track down the vintage collection uh, to scale uh, Star Tours. Yeah. Thing. Right. And it's just right. like, and then it's like, now I want the Disney figures and I want. Right. It's the, a gateway oh, drug. Dude, it's just, it's a mess. It makes me, it, I'm a hot, bloody mess. It's it just, it's expensive. It's big it's and expensive. expensive. And, and you get the vibe that they're going to re release that version, some version of the big Millennium Falcon every couple of years anyway. Um, but I think right. you need it. I, because it's <laughs> Disney. Because I'm such a Disney parks mark. Like, I love theme parks. It's just like, just like anyone else in the Yes have some family. We're all, we like, you know, we're very into theme parks. Right, I don't know right. how else to put it. We're very into it. And right. We're very into the merchandise that even comes along with theme parks. Uh, so, you know, when you have something that's Star Wars and it's then theme park related, you can't help but to get excited. And right. it gets me excited. And, I, I yeah I want it. You need I want it. it. I'll you just gotta send, have. I'll it. just send Abby my pog. I'll just send Abby my my pogs. <laughs> or not my pogs. What are they called? Porgs. Oh my god! I got to I got to revoke my, uh, my nerd pogs. card there for <laughs> yeah, the part I didn't like in the Last Jedi was all those stupid pogs. Like what? Oh dude, I would be awesome to see them all playing pogs. <laughs> oh all man, like- listen, I uh, <laughs> it's it's really cool. It's just I can't justify. A four hundred dollar Millennium Falcon that I don't Dude, have room I for can't. right now. I just bought. I just barged on a Sentinel. I can't go barging on a Falcon in less than a month later. It's. Oh, dude, this is bad news for me. Yeah, this is bad news, Bears, and I don't know. But I like it. I like it because that's what this is all about. That's what the toy anxiety is. It's that moment when you're looking at the website or you're in the store and you're holding the thing that you know. It's not financially responsible to get. It's not, it's not, you don't have room for it. You don't even collect this line or this thing, but you still need it. That's the anxiety. Because it, like, like I said, like those, I don't collect NECA turtles. Right. But the moment I held those mutagen tour turtles in my hand, I was so. You were hooked. Like, I was giggling. I was right. just so happy. Like it, it right. really. Made me realize again why I love uh, the Ninja Turtle franchise, you know, outside of the comic books. Right. And, you know, it just, and I mean, seeing He-Man on the shelves again, too, like, we yeah. haven't got them up here yet. But I mean, just seeing people collect <laughs> Gotta get again, a couple of them. You gotta get a couple of them. Those, <laughs> those last few that we're gonna get, I can't wait to get them. <laughs> the, uh, you know, and, you know, seeing people collecting joe's again like even though they're all psychos i mean it's great to see everyone just like super enthusiastic about all these franchises again and uh yeah man it's exciting times right now it's so exciting listen and that that, that yeah go ahead I, I'm, I'm right there with you it is exciting even though i don't know anything about transformers there's more transformer stuff on the shelves than i've ever seen like there's a new netflix series like 
you know, whether it's G.I. Joe, Masters, Star Wars, Ghostbusters, it's a really great time to be a toy collector. And uh, it's just hard to decide what you're going to prioritize because at some point you do have to have some level of priority. Otherwise, you're just overrunning yourself. You you just are buying toys just for the sake of buying them. I'm just describing myself right now. You're buying them for the sake of buying yeah. them. They're just stacking <laughs> up. You're not even opening them. You don't know why. But I do know that the hunt is addicting. That that moment you pull up to Target or Walmart or your local toy store and you you have that thing in your head like, what if today is the day I find that thing and I'm going to need it? I'm going to buy it. I, it almost happened to me yesterday and I'm going to go back. I'm not even going to say where it's at because I don't want anybody to get it ahead of me. But the Batman animated series, Batman with the Bat Cycle, I found it yesterday at a local shop for 60 bucks and I need to pick Sweet. it up. I need to pick it up. Yeah, you... You absolutely need that. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. listen, I um, I know you said you didn't pick up much this week, but I do have a couple things to show off, and then we'll talk about uh, some Hasbro stuff. Um, yeah, absolutely. Let's let's dive into uh, your weekly purchases. Hey, that's a yeah, that's a yeah. I just I I did that without even thinking because we hear that so goddamn right, much. Right, right. Like, oh, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, uh, Major Brothers. Yeah, sorry that's fine. That. Um, by the way. Um, where does, oh, there they are, gotcha, okay, cool, in the mail, Black Series, Rebels, Zed, Deluxe Figure, Zed, Zeb, because this is how good of a collector I am. Who are you, Ryan Dole? God damn it. <laughs> Zed. Um, this is, is that a... Lord Zeb? <laughs> well, because I was opening my. Just <laughs> because I was opening the uh, Zed and Rita that I showed off last week, last night, and I've got Zed on my hand. Zeb. Uh, this is the new deluxe figure in the uh, Rebels line of Black Series uh, in the new packaging. Uh, it's amazing. They did a great job. Um, finally going to be able to collect that uh, or finish off that Rebels uh, collection. Oh, you know what's weird? I rebought all the Rebels figures with the updated faces, and I'm doing side by side comparisons. They're not very different. <laughs> I got swindled. Oh, no. So now you got doubles. Yeah, I might have to send you a, send you a couple Rebels. Okay, so Zeb looks great. Um, these are available now. Uh, I think I got this off Hasbro Pulse, and then randomly in my that's a beautiful figure, by the way. Yeah, they they did a they did a great job, and that's such a cool character, and that that show's so special, and and I haven't finished it. I'm a bad fan, but it really is great. So <laughs> that's oh. really good. Yeah, you'll but, you'll actually really enjoy that. Um, that and then so we we were talking about Galaxy's Edge stuff. Um, they released uh all of the stuff at Target since nobody can go to the right. parks or people aren't going to the parks, and um, I had found a couple of the figures earlier in the week, and uh, this is one of the hard ones to find, but I stumbled upon it in a, the wrong aisle, the uh, Hondo figure, and um, beautiful. It again, just a great. Now this is in more of the traditional style Black Series packaging, um, but it doesn't matter because I will be opening this. And- so, are you going to put him? Beside your Rebels figures or beside your um, Clone Wars figures? Well, Did you get the Clone Wars figures? Because they're starting to show up on shelves now too, are they not? The Which ones? Talk to me. The Walmart exclusives. We're talking like the... Right. The I pre-ordered last, those. They haven't shown oh, up. Them. Yeah, they haven't shown okay. up in stores yet. I, I think I might just have a little corner section near the Rebels figures that displays some of the galaxy's edge the, the Dave Filoni area of your collection <laughs> yes it's it's the area yeah. of my collection where you ask a question and get a really informed and long and maybe not socially self-aware answer 
Okay, got it. <laughs> I, I love it. I love Dave Filoni, but man, he talks and talks and talks. Dude, but he's great. He's and, incredible. When, when he talks, do you see how everyone just gets like right into everything he says? Yeah. Like it's I don't know if it's the editing that makes it look that way. Right. Or if they actually are, but man, like even I caught myself just being like, yeah. Yeah, Dave Filoni, that's Star Wars. Oh my God! Yeah, he understands me. Yeah, uh, he's he's talking to my soul right now. <laughs> so, speaking of uh, Lord Zeb, um, I didn't even tell you about this one. Again, randomly found oh. the Lightning Collection uh, White Ranger helmet. Now, these have been sold out for a while, um, but. I popped not into in it. Canada. We got those school. <laughs> sorry, I know that sounds like really like condescending <laughs> to say not in Canada. <laughs> like, um, uh, but remember yeah. when I did a? Uh, uh, this was like what last month, and I was doing like you know my live live stream, tours yeah. of Toys R Us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and there was like a whole like bottom shelf full of those. Weird. You know? Like it's funny how Canada works. Sometimes it's like right. something will be crazy hot in the states, and we'll have just shelves. Right. Of them. I mean, you can get it off Amazon for I think 120 bucks, but I was hoping to buy it at the original price point of 80 dollars, which is what I found it for at uh, GameStop. And I already have the uh, Red Ranger helmet, so I'm 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 a fan of what they're they're doing with this lightning collection. Dude, I think you should get. I know this is going to sound totally bad and like me just kind of like try these drugs, but uh, <laughs> here's know, some more I drugs you, here. Yeah, I think you if you made a nice display with all the helmets. Yeah, I think that would look really fucking classy, dude. It would, dude. If I had that display, it'd be WAP all over here. Oh, dude, absolutely, <laughs> just absolutely. all day long. WAP WAP Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah, dude, it would be so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's There's the name of this episode up in here you know what i mean yeah like it's- yeah put that something <laughs> megazord right yeah. in my megazord garage by the way was there a megazord garage did they ever really get into where the, the those uh they zords just were? come out of a mountain don't they <laughs> They do, but I imagine at the end of every episode, the part we don't see is them going, "All right, guys, we're, we're done here. Let's uh, let's get these Zords back to the mountain. Uh, it's about a yeah. hundred miles west <laughs> in yeah, the desert. Just press the little button, doot, doot, and they, you know, and they all kind of. Yeah. Angel go Grove park had themselves. Angel Grove had some scenic deserts, man. I'll tell you that much, and, and some farmland too, <laughs> like. Uh, and I was kind of thinking about it as well. It's like a, I always found it kind of weird how Tokyo Tower would sometimes show up in the middle of California. <laughs> <It was just, laughs> <laughs> ah, but you me. know, <laughs> hey, who's Oh man, gosh. Okay, cool. Um, last thing I I want to give a plug to uh, AEW. Oh yeah, it's all in tonight, folks. Or all out. Sorry. All out. All um, out. I, I did pick up the uh, AEW uh, Unrivaled uh, figures. I got a couple of them here. We got Le Champion, uh, Chris Jericho, so, and Cody. Great figures. Pick them up. They're out there. You can find them. Brandy, are you? Well, I don't have her yet. Are, They're not. She's not in stores okay. yet. Little Brand Brand? Now, I know she's not in stores yet. And I know that we all have to, everyone has to wait for her. But you can already get her on uh, ringside. Yeah, you can order. Have you thought about just <sighs> no, plugging in a discount and? No, because no, I'm going to find, I I like the high, if I can avoid ordering something online, unless it's like an exclusive, I'm I'm in a metropolitan area where there's plenty of figures, 
stores to find. So I'll, I'll find her in stores. But oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. The great figures. Looking forward to the uh, uh, the pay per view tonight, and uh, maybe Brock Lesnar will show up. You never know. Oh, d- dude, come on! Don't say shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Khan was talking about Brock Lesnar. I know he was, and if anyone could get Brock Lesnar in, that's not Vince McMahon. I think it could be Tony Khan. Well, but I, I mean, listen, like, it it depends if Brock Lesnar has any, uh, you know, if he's got a cameo account or a Twitch account. Well, that's right. gonna, AJ <laughs> Styles, man, AJ Styles has got to be pissed. What about, about Xavier that? Woods? Like these guys, Xavier Woods. Yeah. Um, oh, a- anyway, dude. so um, yeah. The AEW figures are great. I would suggest um, anybody go back into our, our YouTube channel uh, or go back into the archives on on the uh, podcast app and find the interview I did with Jeremy Padauer, who is uh, kind of the co-president of Jazzwares, uh, longtime toy industry dude, really great guy. He's been making wrestling figures for a long time, and we had a great discussion about the uh, AEW figures. It was uh, it was really cool. Yeah. It was from about a month and, uh, or two ago. Sorry. Sorry to like we're talking wrestling figures, so I can't help but to bring up the major wrestling podcast. Uh, they did an interview with Brandy. I see. I haven't I listened to that yet. And she pretty much confirmed some figures that have not been announced that are going to be on the way. Okay. Uh, and what to expect. Okay. Uh, so everyone, just I'll, I'll just give them a little shout out. Give it a listen. They uh, need it because it got me. It yeah, it got me like, oh man, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and even like, I know Matt Cardona was just like, oh, are we getting some like reveals? Yeah, <laughs> like hey, I don't even think he was expecting it. So also, we should say that Matt Cardona and Brian Myers have their own figures up now for pre-order at the uh, Super Seven website. The and main, they're beautiful. They did an incredible job. I think Super Seven's a great company, and I would love to get an update on my Snake Mountain. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to, well, just wait because you might get the same. You know, update when you upon your Disney figures, which you did pre-order, correct? I did pre-order the Disney figures. Um, better than the update that all the Jaws fans got last night from NECA. <laughs> oh, are we gonna? Okay, let's. No, let's. let's you talk know what? About it. Why don't we push that to next week? Because we, I want to get into this right. Has, Hasbro stuff uh, before we, you know, yeah. wrap up and everything. Um, okay. So, is that cool? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> okay then. Yeah, that's great. I love Hasbro. So yeah, let's, yeah. let's let's talk about it. their big announcement. Go for it. <laughs> um, Hasbro announced a two-day online convention. Yes. Called what is it called? Hascon. It's called Hascon. Or is Has- it no? There it is. PulseCon. PulseCon. And is it Paul? It is not. It is. It is called PulseCon. You're right. Yeah. I've been calling it HasCon for like the last week. That's fine. Oh, um, it's going to It's gonna be, I think, September 25th, 26th. It's the last weekend of the month. Two days of reveals. All the brands. Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Ghostbusters, Power Rangers, and so on and so on. And I'm very excited about this because, A, it's something fun to look forward to at the end of the month, which is great. Yes. And it's going to give us plenty to talk about. And... I'm excited to see what reveals we get because that seems like that's where we're going to get that HasLab announcement that we've been, you know, trying yeah, to well, <laughs> trying to do live. Our HasLab countdown show is yeah. what we've been having yeah. since the show has started. Yeah, talking and, HasLab. Uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, but we'll do another live show for that one too, and then we'll record one as well at the end of it. And we'll for sure, for sure. I think we'll have to do a day one, day two. Cause, um, yeah. 
But th- there's not a whole lot of details yet other than there's going to be exclusive reveals and announcements. And it looks like all, some of the exclusives they've already announced are going to go on sale that weekend, including the Lewis Tully figure. And, and uh, there's a new Cobra Commander okay. and some other stuff. Hellfire Club. Hellfire Club will go on sale as well. And that's where kind of where my priorities are at right now with toys, and which is another reason why the Falcon's kind of like, oh, I really want it, but it's kind of on a back burner. Because right. I do want Lewis Tully. I want that Hellfire Club set. I think that Hellfire Club set is going to go. I think that's going to be the first thing to go, really? depending on what Star Wars announces. Yeah. I mean, I think that's going to go faster than the Endor set. But apparently, there's yeah. supposed to be, and there's another rumor as well that there's another uh, convention exclusive Black Series figure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like, I think there's going to be plenty of announcements. I hope I always like when they announce stuff and put it on sale date. That's not that day because there's already going to be so much stuff to buy. Like it gets very stressful for me, uh, for everybody, uh, toy anxiety as, as we call it. Um, but they did announce, I think the, I was surprised. I didn't even think about them having guests, but the first guest they announced, is somebody who's near and dear to our heart, Ernie yes. Hudson. I love this. I love that yes. Ernie. That, that means there's going to be Ghostbuster stuff. It's very exciting. D- I, yeah, I'm still curious if it's going. I know the big assumption and is Afterlife right. figures, but I don't want to see Afterlife figures of the guys or anything until we get that kind of reveal in the trail the new trailer if right. there is one you know i i only say that that i'm hoping there's going to be that reveal in the trailer only because i keep going back to that force awakens trailer right that chewy were home moment and i know that's what all of us fans want right is is that moment in, in a new trailer right uh and i kind of want that before i see them as action figures i mean i agree i i don't think that they would reveal I have a feeling, yeah, for, let me finish that thought before I interrupt myself. I don't think they'll reveal any afterlife stuff prior to the ramp up for promotion for the movie starts again. So, like, listen, if we get an afterlife trailer in the next couple of weeks, then maybe. But um, I think Ernie Hudson's there for a couple of reasons. I think he's, you know, he's a great guest. He is an ambassador you know, for the franchise. He's always been very connected with the fans and maybe they're going to reveal some exclusive Winston figure. I don't know. Like what? I mean, I, I was trying to, maybe they'll put out our HasLab one to one scale Winston. <laughs> I mean, what if they put out? Okay. Okay. couple things, couple things, just spitballing here. I didn't prep you for this. This just came to my head, but let's take a couple stabs at, Ernie Hudson, Winston Zedmore adjacent possible exclusives, if that's the route they're going. The first thing that comes to my head would be like a Ghostbusters 2 slime blower Winston figure that was maybe okay. like uh, a Hasbro Pulse exclusive or something. Now, I think that would be really cool. I don't know if that's unique enough, considering we've gotten versions of that figure before to like light the world on fire but i mean it's possible okay uh if when you have winston having ernie hudson there is a big deal right so i think we might get an ecto announcement like a like a hasbro uh 
plasma series scale ecto like a plasma series yeah. ecto i think that is there's a very good chance of that i got a feeling we're going to get some sort of i love that series. you just there's a ve- i love that <laughs> you know what's scary is people kind of treat us as a resource so the fact that you just said i think there's a very good chance that that you know that oh, quote's going to be I out I there say that. <laughs> I, I, you're right i guess i shouldn't say that i take that back no there's a chance I mean, there's a chance there for is sure. a chance i shouldn't say a very good chance but i also <laughs> think there is a good chance we might see a new plasma series prop that's what i think i think they're going to reveal maybe like a pke meter um yeah. uh or a trap or, or a trap something now what would be cool is if they, you know, we got Spangler's Neutrona wand. What if we got Zedmore's slime blower gun? Okay. <laughs> I don't see that. <laughs> hey, hold on. Hold on. To quote you, I think there's a very good chance of that happening. <laughs> Stop it. No, it's a- <laughs> yeah okay that's fair that's, that's funny fair. uh no yeah, that's definitely not gonna... we're gonna get a full-on slime blower right plasma right series. they're gonna make the... a big announcement that says ghostbusters 2 canon confirmed uh... yeah oh finally thank god <laughs> i mean does that mean the ghostbusters video game is canon uh <laughs> nope yeah oh man i'm just trying to think because you kind of yeah uh, i mean maybe an ecto one i'm still thinking it's gonna be a prop before we get a a vehicle or a playset. It yeah. just seems too soon yeah. for the series. I mean, for sure. And uh, what, what that, other props it, besides a PK meter or trap? Um, goggles. Yeah, I mean, there's it, unless it is something from the new movie, they want to reveal something. And may, hey, maybe Winston in the new movie has some new contraption, and uh, they're gonna put it out. I mean, you never know. What was the? There was like, it was like for the kids, and it may not even be in the movie. But isn't there like? A ghost whistle, and there was something else that was announced too, wasn't there? Yeah, I mean, like the, a, yeah, like the, a ta- taser. The, the kids line. Um, there's some stuff like that, and we didn't really get a good reference of if that's based on stuff from the movie or if it's just kind of made up, you know, yeah, toy stuff. Yeah. So, um, but so I don't know. Either way, I'm but again, excited. I don't want that. I don't want to see that stuff first as like a right as a toy prop Leprica too. Yeah. I, you know what? You know what would be like just killer if they. Let's say they release the trailer on Tuesday before Hascon. Right. So we get a Ghostbusters trailer in the next couple weeks. And then they do the big reveal and then go, here are some toys from it. I think. I mean, that he, would- here's the thing Toy Fair got canceled this year. Like, or they're at least delayed. So there's not going to be a big industry Toy Fair event prior to the release of Ghostbusters Afterlife, assuming that it holds its March 5th release date. So, hey, you never know. Like, may, you might be onto something. Um, There's a very good chance <laughs> that we're going to get a trailer uh, days before Hascon. Trailer confirmed <laughs> days before Hascon. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to do this. Uh, <laughs> um, to wrap that up, I'm excited about Ernie Hudson, and it'll be really fun to watch. And even if it's just kind of a fluffy, normal interview about what it's like to be part of the franchise, it's always great to see Ernie Hudson. Now, having said all that, what Hasbro is doing, and uh, you know, the last couple of weeks we have been um, doing this thing at the end of our show where we read comments from Facebook groups and discussion threads about toys, and we laugh and we react to them. So this week, what we're, we're doing some same thing but a little different. Hasbro has reached out to the fans to get questions 
for um, Ernie Hudson for the for the panel. And we thought it would be fun if we answered some of those questions on behalf of Ernie Hudson. I, I, I don't think there's any two people in the world, really, who are better equipped to answer Ernie Hudson's <laughs> Hasbro PulseCon <laughs> questions. Yeah, Winston Zedmore represented us, the, the normal guy off the street in <laughs> Ghostbusters. And you know what? That's who we are. We're just that normal guy off the street. 100%. So we feel that we are suited to answer these questions. I love it. Thank God that – thank God we're doing this is what I'm saying. Yeah, Ryan Dolfani has a credit in Ghostbusters Answer the Call. <laughs> Him and I pretty much are co-workers at this point. Um. All right, so I'll, why don't we – we'll do a couple each. I'll, I can start us off if you want. Yeah, go for it. Um. I'm not going to read the names because I never like to do that, but this is question one for Ernie. Uh, he, this person says, if the stars aligned and a new G1 Transformers series slash movie was created, would you be interested in doing the voice of Jazz and or some new characters? Um, I think Ernie Hudson would say, if there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll do. I will voice any. I will voice any transformer you tell me to. <laughs> I think that's exactly what he would say. Do you think oh, that? that I, I think I'm right. I think yeah, there's a think, very good chance that's what he would say. God, that's so. I gotta. <laughs> you gotta put me on the spot before we did all this. Okay. Well, I can do another one if you want to find a different one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go okay. until I got one ready here. Um. So here's another one. Uh. <laughs> Greetings, Mr. Hudson. Did you improvise any lines in Ghostbusters 1 and 2? And if so, what was your favorite? Um, He would say that I let Bill and Dan and Harold do most of the improvising, but they made me feel very comfortable on set as a trained actor. In you know, What Ernie's always wanted to say is that, listen, I'm a professional actor. I'm a working actor. I don't have time to be making up lines. <laughs> being a goofball. Being a goofball. Doing the work that the writer was supposed to do. Like, I just, you know, that, I, think that's what, I think that's what Ernie would say. <laughs> okay, I got one. To Ernie. Because <laughs> who else is it going to go to? <laughs> Hi, Ernie. This question's for my friend Daryl. Uh, yeah. Uh, what is the scariest moment in Ghostbusters for you? Well, that's a very good question. Is the first thing he'll say. Yeah. Uh, I think in Ghostbusters 2, when we're in the tunnel and all those heads are on spikes. Yeah. That was some shit that'll turn you white. Yes. No, here's, yes. he would say that. I think there's a very good chance he would say that. I think he would also say... The scariest part to me is when I was in the courtroom with the Ghostbusters, yet when the ghosts attacked in Ghostbusters 2, the Scalari brothers, I was removed from the courtroom and not allowed to be in the Ghostbusters for that scene, even though I am part of the Ghostbusters. I think that's part of oh, what I would say. That's, that's some controversy discussion there. All right, here I got one. <laughs> Ernie. Any idea why Hasbro sucks at distribution is sticking to an outdated model of the 21st century? Any thoughts on how Hasbro's <laughs> model of buying up other manufacturers limited stores to a single company to buy products, from which means the stores weren't in position to negotiate better prices from Hasbro, which added the Hasbro <laughs> and so on and so. I d please, Hasbro, don't don't let that question be asked because <laughs> I don't want. Oh God, 
Ernie Hudson's uh, thoughts and opinions on Hasbro's outdated distribution methods. I have one in a similar vein. Mr. Hudson, what are your thoughts on Target exclusives? <laughs> and <laughs> this is what I think Ernie Hudson will say. He goes, if you put in the legwork, you'll get a baroness just like I do. <laughs> Right, he just comes rolling out with like, yeah, he's just got like couple a couple like profit director Destros like, in his pocket. I, um, he's like, if you want to buy one, I'll sell one to you for a hundred bucks from the back of my van. Um, all right, we'll each do one more, and then we'll we'll wrap up here. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, dude, okay, I got one more. Go for it, go for it. This is my last one. Is Ghostbusters the sequel to The Crow? <laughs> Please tell me somebody didn't ask that. <laughs> I, oh my I God. do believe they're in the same universe. One came 10 years before the other one, and I think you yeah, got your like, order. But <laughs> and the crow is a good chance that it's a prequel. Oh, my God. Um, to, to Ghostbusters. Um, now, here's a question I hope they do ask. After so many starts and stops with an official sequel to Ghostbusters, was it worth the wait? And I think he's going to say, yes, it was worth the wait. Ryan, I got to tell you, I'm more excited about Ghostbusters Afterlife than anything I've ever been in my life. Yeah, I think between Afterlife and Batman, the Batman next year, yeah. I think uh, it's, you know, it's the equivalent of getting, you know, Batman and Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters <laughs> in the same year all over again and uh it's it's super exciting the fact that we're gonna have oh man that and top gun in the same year dude it's so gonna be good next year is gonna be fun and next year we're probably getting season three of cobra kai right you know i've never the i'm trying if i go back into my head when i think about the most excited i've been for movie releases um force awakens is probably the most well and i mean to be completely honest, Ghostbusters answer the call. Um, any Ghostbusters movie is going to be at the top of the list, but besides Ghostbusters, um, Force Awakens, man, I was just so like that entire week. You know, I did like a social media shutdown that week, and I stayed off Facebook and Instagram and everything, and I just I went in spoiler free and fresh, and I was buying the toys, and oh man, what a what an awesome time! Uh, Force Awakens definitely is up there. I think. Yep, answer the call is up there, and Infinity War. Yeah, or Endgame. Sorry. Yeah, right. I think Endgame was uh, right. Right, because like, I did a whole like I had to do like two weeks of social media shutdown before Endgame. Right, right. Uh, just because people were already seeing it like a week early. Right, they start you leaking stuff. Trust, you cannot trust human beings at all. No, for sure. Uh, <laughs> so, <clears throat> I mean. Yeah, like yep. this stuff's—it's so exciting. It it's is so exciting, and because we haven't had a new trailer in forever uh, for uh, Afterlife, it just makes it that much more exciting in a way because we still don't know nothing really about this film. Right? Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. There's going to be plenty of toys to buy, plenty of excitement surrounding the release of Ghostbusters Afterlife, and really for PulseCon because they're going to be revealing new Star Wars exclusives, GI Joe. Marvel Legends. It's going to be great. It's going to be really, really fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to covering it. Um, so, well, we can kind of wrap it up there. I don't have anything else for today. Uh, did yeah, you? I just, I just got one more question from the Ernie Hudson thing, so I feel it's relevant okay. to what's happening today. How does he wear that mustache so effortlessly? <sighs> Ryan, I believe Dude, you could answer that question. I could answer that question. You know what? I, 
I was born with a gift. <laughs> there's and no way I can pull it off. And there's a gift that I have to give to the world. And this is it. And the moment I was challenged by Jessica Parker when she said, called the Toy Anxiety the Beard Show, I had to do what Hawk would do in Cobra Kai. <laughs> and I had to flip the script. <laughs> I had Total to flip heel the turn. script and change, and change the story. That's great. Well, it's great. It's phenomenal. What I love about your mustache, it's got a perfect part down the middle. Like it, it's just, it's, oh, dude. it's phenomenal. Congratulations on all of your yeah, accomplishments. Thanks. I worked hard for this. Well, listen, this was great. Um, you'll be able to find us every week here on our YouTube channel. And it's also available on the yes, have some podcast audio feed that you can get on YouTube, Spotify, and whatever podcast app that you use. Make sure that you are following at YHS podcast on Instagram for daily toy anxiety and collectibles. And, uh, yeah, this is great. Leave a comment. Let us know what you want to talk about. Let us know what your toy stress and toy anxiety is. And do not forget to subscribe to the channel. I'm going to start remembering to say that at the beginning of the hour instead of the end of the hour. <laughs> but we really appreciate everybody's support. And uh, it's been a lot of fun so far. And uh, we're, we're going to keep doing it. Yeah, let's continue this conversation over in uh, Yes, Have Some Group Therapy. Yes, on Facebook, which is the official Facebook group of Yes, Have Some and the entire Yes, Have Some universe, which at this point is growing pretty good. It's pretty good. We got a good thing going here. Um, yeah, we do. I don't know what that voice thing I just did was, but I, I liked it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Cool. Bye, everybody. Have a wonderful weekend. If you're in America, you're celebrating Labor Day. Enjoy yourself. If you're, if you're Canadian, you're also celebrating Labor Day. It, really? You have a yes, Labor Day? we have the same long weekend oh, for the well, first time all there, year. There we go. Happy Labor Day, everybody. Uh, and much like uh, Hasbro PulseCon, if you are outside of North America, you don't get a Labor Day <laughs> or a PulseCon because yeah. it's region locked, which uh, we didn't read, but most of the questions Dernie Hudson were about that. We feel bad that that is happening. So hopefully they'll figure that out. Uh, For Ryan Dole, my name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you for joining us. Have some toy anxiety. We will see you next week.